What is up, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Babacoa Core Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick C. Huerta. Today, I have my guest and my buddy, Justin Byers. What's going on, man? It's all good, dude. Hey, you, the first thing you told me was don't say the N-word. You tell everybody that? No, just you, man. <laughs> just you. Uh, and I, I put that on recording, too, so. Oh, dude. No, it's just because I, I don't want to edit. Like, we were just talking about how you, you guys got a podcast. You... Joey Smith and and Brendan Potter, you got mm-hmm. your podcast. Please ignore what I just said. Yeah. Right? Yep. But y'all have so much editing to do because y'all just go off the rails on some fucked up shit. Yeah, but is it's not the N-word. I mean, there's been one or two, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's usually we're just name dropping people and we're like, oh, the only people that would ever listen to this are the people that we're saying. Yeah. Which is not a good thing ever. Yeah. But y'all need to get like on some type of regular schedule, you know, especially if you have guests and they're trying to promote shows and all that stuff. Uh, I think that's what Potter <laughs> said that he wants to do. Like, uh, he says, after this, I'm not editing anymore. Because y'all have like four episodes on the shelf, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, four episodes on the shelf. And what's funny is each one of them, they're like, what, you got any plugs coming up? And they're like, yeah, then. November 15th, we got this thing at Jokesters. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible, man. Speaking of plugs, uh, social medias, websites, how can people find you, promote your podcast again, and any shows you got going on? Yeah, I got everything is easy. It's my name, Justin Byers, Instagram, Facebook, don't do Twitter. Um, If you want to find our podcast, it's please ignore what I just said. We got it on uh, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, It's Pat's on two episodes. One's been released. One will probably never be released. I don't think anyone's been released. Yeah, yeah. One of them has. Nope. 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 It has. <laughs> That's right. That's one of the shelved ones. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, amazing. We've had you on twice. Yeah, it was, it was good practice. It was good practice. Yeah, uh, one of these days. And sorry, uh, shows. What, do you, what shows you got coming up? Uh, so we do the Tiger every Friday. I'm on the midnight um, on... Thursday, we actually got a show at Dakota East Dakota Ice House. The Dakota East Side Ice House. Dakota East Side Ice House. That's going to be a fun show. That's really my favorite comics that I like to hang out with. Yeah, man. Maybe not the funniest guys. Not <laughs> nah, just kidding. But uh, to hang out with, dude, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I've never been there before, but I looked up the pictures. Uh, it looks like a nice little stage, nice little room. So it should be fun, man. Mm-hmm. And then I got. Uh, I got a pizza show with Duck Easy. He asked me to do it on uh, March 6th. Yeah, so. 210 Pizza and Burger Bistro. Mm-hmm. It's cool, man. It's a, it's a small room. Uh, it's, it's pretty live uh, as far as like the ambiance. Like It's lit. It's a restaurant. You yeah. Know? Uh, it's BYOB, so that's cool. So anybody that you have coming out, make sure you bring your own uh, alcohol. Um, and they'll even tell you, oh, we don't serve anything, but there's a liquor store right down the corner so oh heck yeah so it's cool you said there were kids on that show right uh there was kid there's two kids when i showed up uh there was 
a handful of kids there. And where they have, like, toys is where their stage is. So kids, like, you know how, like, in the doctor's office you see those little, like, trains and uh-huh. those little things? So they had that set up in the corner where the stage was. And I was like, oh, shit, there's, that's the playground, you know? <laughs> We're going to take over the playground to do the show. Uh, by the time the show started, uh, they had left. All but two kids have left, and their family was still there. And it's a good thing they stuck around because there was only one group. There was a group of six of them, but they were all together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's a good thing that they stayed because they were the only audience members. And then I had some friends there, um, but I don't I don't look at my friends when I'm on stage, mm-hmm. when I'm performing. I'm like, I don't see That's you. weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, and it was cool, man. Uh, I mean, the mic went out, so I went a cappella for a little bit. Um, but the people still, they seemed to like it. They had fun, and I got to work on 10 Minutes. Nice. Uh, so it's a cool, it's a cool place. Adrian did that show too. So that's good to know. Uh, the one thing I, I'm always nervous about, uh, kid, I've done a lot of shows where kids are going, but it's something that in your head you're just like, God damn it. Yeah, man, because you don't want to say anything that could uh, affect them. Do you think that on the way home they act different, or like their parents are like, so things you heard today don't do that. No, they were young. Oh, okay. Like, they were young. Uh, one didn't even talk English, like, words. Uh, and then the other had to be, like, maybe four, you know? Mm. So they were young kids. And uh, one of them fell asleep during my set. I was like, see, I'm, I'm a good babysitter. You know, I put your kid to sleep, you know? That's amazing. Uh, so I was only worried about one. And then uh, I only did one bad joke. Um, that I felt bad that I wouldn't want to say in front of kids, mm-hmm. and I and I did it because I needed to feel at the time. Um, but other than that, it, it wasn't bad. The staff is nice. The food's there was pretty good. I ate before with the show, um, so yeah, you'll have fun you know, doing that. Um, I got uh, like same on the Thursday, the twentieth this week uh, with Justin Byers is on there, um, Joey Smith, Brendan Potter. Um, Adrian Flores is hosting it and uh, Jeremy Brown's going to be closing out the show doing the headlining set uh, so that's going to be at the Dakota East Side Ice, Ice House Ice House the Dakota East Side Ice House um, you can look it up on Facebook and then this week the 21st I will be hosting the Secret Midnight Show at the Blind Tiger pretty stoked for that man I've heard like the, the people have been uh, been vibing with the room, like it's been good. returning audience members. So uh, pretty stoked to do that. So I'll be doing the hosting uh, that night. So come on out to the Blind Tiger, Blind Tiger this Friday, and then next week on the 29th I'll be back at Las Chaladas. Uh, that's going to be with uh, Mario Salazar and Danny Engel. Uh, food service starts at seven, and then the show starts around like eight o'clock. So you want to get there early so you can get your food, so you can just enjoy the show and drinks and stuff uh, whenever the show starts. Uh, so that's all I have for this month. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Patrick C. Huerta on both uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then at Core on Instagram, and at Blind Tiger Comedy. That's where you can find out anything with uh, Blind Tiger guts going on. And yeah, that's it for the intros, dude. Thank you. How you been, dude? I've been good. been good. How yeah. many episodes is this? You, well, because I made a return because I was doing the X Lives thing for a bit, uh-huh. and so I did ten of those, and then I just decided to change it back to Babacool Core just because I like Babacool Core. I think it's funny, mm-hmm. um, like just the name of it itself, and just kind of loosen it up because for a while, like the idea of X Lives was to 
go back into people's history and stuff. Mm. You know, me being a little bit older than a lot of people, I've done a lot of shit, you know, not just like focusing uh, on like being in the bands, but like I worked in stage management. I worked yeah. in operas. I've had different jobs. I've traveled a little bit. So my ex lives is maybe a little bit more extensive than some other people's. Were you going to say interesting in your? No, people? not at all. Everybody has an interesting life. Man. I mean, like I like you talk about your your childhood all the time, and you're thinking like, you think it's not funny. I was like, dude, that shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, like you just bring up stories like, oh yeah, I remember when this happened. I was like, dude, that's fucking funny. What's weird is if I would like to summarize it. It'd like a man I was born I went to high school and I do comedy see but you gotta understand there's so much more to that like Mm -hmm. there's so much more to that like maybe maybe for a little while you were really into like little league you know so maybe you like dreamed of being a like a baseball player a player all-star I don't know man like people had like their their ex-lives and stuff but um it kind of like just uh painted people in a corner Uh like to just focus on that like I'm all I'm all about people's history and stuff like I think people's Backstory is fucking interesting as shit, you know? Uh, like with Potter, with his religion and mm. stuff. Um, like, everybody has an interesting backstory. But I just wanted to kind of make it loose and uh, just chewing the fat, chopping it up, you know? Having fun, talking about what we got going on and shit. Heck yeah. So, yeah, that's why I, I kind of brought it back. So, I think the, the officially this is like my 70th episode. But it's like my 50th or 60th Bible Cold Core. Dang, man, keeping it going. Yeah, well, I've been doing it for like two years. It's just, it's hard to be on a schedule, you know? Like, I'm trying to record every Wednesday, mm. and then I wound up being on a show last Wednesday, um, so I couldn't do it. What show were we on last Wednesday? Uh, the, here at Hallison's, the Mind Twist Comedy one that they have on uh, uh, second Wednesday of the month. Uh, so that was cool, man. Uh, it was interesting. Um, it was. It's in a coffee shop. It's in the corner of a coffee shop. Slash bar. Oh, yeah. that's the one with Jeremy. Jeremy closed that one out too. Oh, uh, he Adrian told me was that was there. a fun show. Yeah, I found out it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, this comic from Houston, Nick Nick Burma Bermea Bermea. I'm might getting that wrong. Um, so he was on the show, and it, it, my my family, my mom and my sisters, uh-huh. and my wife too. They're very supportive, and they go to the shows. You know, it would be nice if they gave me a heads up, like, hey, we're going to come out tonight so I could adjust my set, you mm-hmm. know, because I don't know how you work. But once I have my set list, that's what it is. That's what it's going to be for the night, pretty much. Yeah. You know, so uh, my mom just showed up without telling me. It's kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, shit, you're going to hear stuff, you know. But apparently Nick Berman was trying to, like, uh, roast my mom. Cause oh, she, cause no. Because she, she wasn't laughing at his stuff. <laughs> And uh, I just found out, because uh, we took a trip, uh, went to Oklahoma, and she's like, did you hear what that comic said to me? And I was like, what? And she says, yeah, because I wasn't laughing at his joke or something. Like, I couldn't get it. And he says, like, what? what's up with that face? You know, like, are you upset that you wore a tablecloth as a shirt or something like that? Oh, I did. Because she wears, like, like, very loud, a lot of designs uh-huh. on her shirts and stuff. And I was like, well, did anybody laugh? She's like, no. I was like, well, then you won. <laughs> you know? Every time. If nobody laughed at his joke, then you won. No, I'm not like that. I'm, I'm very ADD with it. So it's like if someone even says something, even if they were, like, saying something to their friend, I'm like, I almost, like, have to address it. Yeah. I get, like, very uncomfortable with other people, like, I guess disrupting the set. Yeah. Where I'm like, if I don't stop this, then... But then half the time, it dominoes where I'm like, I lose. So 
But you have that you have that demeanor and that delivery where it's kind of innocent. It's kind of it's like it's it's meant to be jokey. Yep. In a mean way, but it's meant to be jokey. You know, so you kind of get a pass and shit. Yeah. Like that same show, I had I had to walk uh, two two girls because they were like standing right by the stage or sitting right by the stage, right by the speakers, and they were loud as fuck. Like just in the conversation between themselves, you know. So I was like, hey man, because nobody was telling me anything. I was like the fourth one up. And nobody, they were talking to the whole thing. And so finally, I'm like, man, y'all got to gotta quiet down. You know, y'all are right there where the stage is. You know, just give us like another 40 minutes and then you can be as loud as you want. And then they go like, oh, we're loud? I was like, of course you're loud. You're female. And the crowd just went, oh. Ooh. Because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big guy and I look very intimidating. I've, I've told people this and they're like, no, you don't, you know? Yeah. And then other people will well, look at you like you're fucking, you're, you're a monster. You know, so I'm like, if I'm mean to anybody, like if they're automatic, like, oh, he's attacking me, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So they wound up, they wound up getting up and, and leaving. And, uh, and it was a rough show, man. I never really got them back because they felt like I was attacking people. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it's, went right for the throat right away. Yeah, man. It, it was fun, though. There was a few people. What, what's, what sucks is that there's some people that will be enjoying the show. But they don't want to be the only ones loud laughing, so that make that face that they're like that they're with you that they got the joke. I know exactly. But they'll what just you mean. they'll silently laugh. They'll like make a, or they'll cover their mouth. I was like, that means nothing to me. I need the the noise. That means nothing to me. <laughs> if everybody was like looking at me, smiling, doing a little like inward, like not laughing laugh. Yeah. I then like I bombed. Yeah. Even if everyone had a good time and they told me like after, hey, I just followed you. I loved your set. Yeah. So it was funny. Me and Adrian, we did a, a show in Middleton Brewery, and I thought I bombed. I was like, man, that was horrible. There was like only like two people that laughed. Like they were enjoying the set, and mm-hmm. it was maybe like twelve people in the room. And uh, everyone came up after, and they're like, dude, we loved you. Uh, we loved all this stuff. I was like, y'all didn't laugh, and they're like, I mean, we just came out to have a good time, and it was it was fun. And I was yeah. like, I was like, dude, but that's. It's so rough. We because, demand so much. <laughs> yeah. Like, we kind of need that, that, that coal to, like, burn the fires, you know, like, make us go yep. harder, you know? And, like, if, if we feel like we're, like, like, just failing, like, we're just like, oh, shit, like, I suck. They hate me. <laughs> and then you'll get on stage and like, hey, man, that was really good. You did good. I was like, really? Because I didn't hear you when I needed to hear you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, turn it back on them. Yeah. That's funny. That's actually, that's really funny. But, um, no, nah, man, I mean, it's, it's good, man. So how you've been staying busy with shows. You've been jumping on shows a lot. Yeah. I've been trying to get into more shows. We both, we have similar experience where we didn't want to do shows until we were what we thought funny yeah. to ourselves. Um, but now people fuck with me a little bit. And, yeah. um, I, how do you, how do you think what you had the similar game plan as we're like, you just want to do mics. You're going to chill out on jumping on shows. How do you think that's affected your progress? Um, I think probably more just like internally what you think about where I'm like, I think I'm funnier because of it, but I think it makes the other people you're on shows with, uh, like you a little more, you yeah. know, that you weren't like out there, like right out of the gate, like love me. <laughs> yeah. You know, it feels like you put in like somewhat dues. Yeah, man. I mean, 
I know a lot of people, they, they come out and they'll, they'll start jumping on shows and you talk to them like, hey, man, how, how long have you been doing this? Like, oh, like two months. Like, fucking two months and you're already like jumping on shows? Like, I kind of wish I would have been that aggressive, but at the same time, I don't want to give anybody the wrong impression. Like, who the fuck do you think you are type mm-hmm. of thing? But I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm starting to learn that it's not just about writing and going on stage as far as like, booking shows, you know, mm-hmm. or, or getting up on shows and stuff. Like, you have to get in people's faces. You have to, you know, talk to the management, talk to the bookers. Uh, you got to make sure that they like you. Yeah. You know? And because to, to me, I was like, oh, I'm just going to work on being funny, and then everything else is going to fall into place. But it's, it's written not like that, man. Like, there's some places that, like, just won't book me because of one or two things. Sure. And it has nothing to do with who I am on stage or what I do on stage. Yeah, I get that. I mean, doesn't happen to me, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get that, dude. I don't know, but like, because we have like the the that, uh, the haha fest or the ha fest. Did you ever submit anything? Did you nah. submit anything for that? No, you you dude, I'm the worst at submitting. Like. Yeah, I don't know. It's to me, it's kind of like a ah, dude. There's work involved. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I'm I'm bad, but I feel like I'm treating it somewhat right. Where I almost treat it like a hobby that I'm like passionate about. Yeah, you know, where it's like uh, festivals not doing, but I want to be on like as many. I want to get hit as many mics as I can. Mm-hmm. But I'm also I realize I'm not that good. But I I think you are, man. I think you're, like, you're one of the top ones because it's a very small group of open micers. I'm a, I'm an open micer, like that's, that's yeah. Uh, so there's a very small group of good ones, I think, in my humble, honest opinion. And I think you're you're up there with that. I I think you should be doing more shows, mm-hmm. but I don't think you care to be as aggressive. Like just you just said, like you don't you're not gonna jump on shows. You know, you're not gonna submit for uh, festivals and stuff. But and even Potter was kind of talking about this yesterday. He's like, he wants to get good <laughs> at his job and then just kind of. That actually had me laughing though. He was like, I want to be an awesome dent guy. That's <laughs> also an awesome comic. I was yeah. like, dude, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't know, man. Like I've been going back and forth with this too because I kind of want to do. I want to do this every day. Yeah, you know, I want to kind of get up on, on mics every day. I want to get good, and I want people to to notice what I do, you know. And at first, I was like, well, "Let me let me try to balance it and have like two days, three days, and then three days off." But man, I then don't. You come in Monday, and you're already rusty. You're not yeah. feeling it. You're like, there's almost like you don't have the get up and go with it. But if you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, by Friday. You're feeling you're your fire. stuff. You love what you do. You're fire. Right? Like, there's momentum that carries. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, my God. It's almost like, to me, it's almost like the tiger. Like, oh, I came. Mm-hmm. And then you have the hangover of, like, the two days. And then you come back and then you suck for until Thursday. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Uh, you hear about, like, all these people like that, that talk about, like, the sacrifices, you know? And I'm not at any point where I want to sacrifice, or I'm not, I'm not going to quit my job. You know, I'm going to I'm not going to, you know, give up my apartment. I'm not going to move. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not doing that sacrifice yet. I I, I want to, but I want to get good 
at this, like automatically good. And the only way to do that is to go out every night, you know? Yeah. Dude, my girlfriend just moved in. So that's... See? Yeah. Dude, it's brutal because... She, and it's, she just started in like a new job, like rotation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll, she'll be gone next month. So I'll be, fun, I'll be funnier. <laughs> I'll be funnier in April and March, but, uh, she just moved in and I'm like, man, I feel like pressure to like hang around and she's been nothing but supportive. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I do want to, I do want to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, it's had a long distance relationship, been long distance many times. Uh, and she moved in last month. And dude, I fucking love this girl, but I did love her more last month. <laughs> yeah, man, I, you know, I totally like, get it. And like, people, anybody listening to this is gonna be like, "Oh man, what a dick!" But you gotta understand, like, you want to be there. Like, you love this person, but at the same time, like, you really enjoy going out, uh-huh. getting up, you know, performing, having a good performance, you know, knowing that, or I mean, fi- figuring out a joke that finally works, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an addiction. It's a healthy addiction because it, I mean, it's not healthy addiction. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> it's not dude a, but it's yeah. better than doing drugs, you know? <laughs> I don't know if it is, dude, because I went to uh, Elbow Room yesterday. Yeah. And um, what did I do? I went there. I ate, like, five things of nasty popcorn. I drank three beers, and then I made fun of Russian people. And yeah. then went home, and they're like, how was it? And I was like, it was horrible. <laughs> It wasn't that bad last night. I, I got to host the Elbow Room uh, open mic. The only thing I didn't like is that I kept I kept saying, "All right, the next comic is our last comic for the night," and then people kept walking in to sign up. Mm. I was like, "Dude, tell me you're coming so I know to stall or whatever." Yeah, uh, but it was cool, man. Uh, Elbow Room is a good room. Um, how was how was LOL uh, last night? Open mic last night at LOL. Kind of cold. Um, yeah. Not too many people did good uh, while I was there. I was. I stuck around till about 14 and every single person just was, didn't feel like they were feeling it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if you get this. Sometimes it sounds like, uh, people just kind of wandered in mm-hmm. where they're like, ah, you know what? I'm not really here for comedy, but I'm kind of like sticking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it kind of felt like there was a lot like a tense room, mm-hmm. which I don't know why. Uh, it seems like after the new year, that room has been pretty tense lately. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, they they changed stuff up. They started earlier. They got rid of the um, the feature sets, mm-hmm. which was kind of rough too because the feature sets is right up top, and the some room, of the funnier people, yeah, up front. and the room's not really ready yet. You know, they still need to get ready for comedy. Like, yeah, they're coming to see a comedy show, well, open mic slash comedy show, whatever, and then you put up the feature sets, the extended sets, and then it's just, ah, it's just to be fair, yeah, you're right, seven thirty. Is a little early to like you know start going. No one's drinking yet. Nobody's drinking yet. Yeah, I guess there's a couple of things that would, but also you know management wants to get out. They're just like, okay, let's make these shitty comics tell their jokes so yeah. we can go home. Yeah, they really don't want to stay there till like midnight and stuff. That's happened before, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know, man. But like going back to that that submitting, I haven't submit for any uh, festivals yet. Because there's a fee, you know? I don't want to get trapped in, like, the whole, like, spending money just for to apply and stuff. Yeah. Um, anything that's free, I'll apply to. But I haven't done that yet either. But, I mean, I would apply to the free ones before I apply to anything like, that I got to pay for. Um, I don't have any good clips, though. I don't have any good videos that I feel worthy of submitting. Um, 
I thought I had one for that audition for the Hot Festival. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is what kind of bums me out, man, because I don't know if you were there, but that audition that I did to get on Hot Fest was my best performance. Oh, that was the Rick show, right? That was the Rick audition. Oh, dude, I yeah. want to talk about that. You do want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do want to talk about all right, that. All right. So, I mean, that, that was my, my best performance. The only down, the only uh, down uh, bad thing about that one is that I got off early. Like, I was supposed to do seven minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I got off at six because Rick was hosting it. And it was in the uh, LOL on the, in the lobby, the small, lobby, the small stage in the lobby. And so I'm going and the crowd's filling me and I'm filling them and I'm giving it fucking, I'm fucking going at it. You know, and then, uh, and it had to be clean too. I was nervous about clean because I, I can't do a long clean set, you know? Yeah. But it's going good. They're filling me. They're helping me with my pacing and all that stuff. Felt great about it. But on the corner, in my peripherals, I see Rick getting closer and closer to the stage. And to be honest, I showed up late. So I didn't get the meeting of look for the light here. Look, you know, this is your time. This is your signal. All did you see stuff. the light? I did not see the light. Mm. So I was like, and I didn't know if I was just caught up in the moment and stuff. And I don't know, because Kabaza, it was lighting people from the bar. Because that's where he was filming from. And he was lighting people at the bar. And I didn't find that out until after I got off stage. Mm. So I just see Rick getting closer and closer to the stage as if he's going to come off, you know, and, and release me or whatever. And uh, so I got off early because I thought, shit, did I run the light? I got to fucking go. And I, so I just wrapped it up and got off stage. Other than that, like, other than leaving the stage early, I fucking had a killer set. Yeah. Like, one of the best ones you've one had. One of the best. The best. Yeah. Um, and so I, I felt like, oh, man, like, this is going to be a good submission for this this festival. And I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And then I was like, well, whatever. The guys that got it, they've been in the game for a long time. I'm only going on two years. Uh, so I can't hate that. It's not like, like anybody, you know beat me out of it. I just wasn't, I just didn't have it, sure. what they wanted, you know? Because it was the official uh, HBO executives picking. Mm. It wasn't anybody local. It wasn't Rick. It was, you know, their, whoever setting up uh, the thing with HBO, they picked them out. Um, so I was kind of bummed I didn't get it and then uh, that that footage is lost. Oh, they wouldn't give it to you? Well, I asked Kabaza for it and he's like, man, I, I can't find it. He's like, I lost my set. I, you could ask Rick if he has it because Rick's the one that submitted it to HBO. Mm. So I was like, fuck, man. And I really don't want to bother Rick with it. You're like, hey, can you find this this footage for me? You know, yeah. help me out or for did free. You, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and like, then, Not like I did the show for free, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then... Um, and then I'm finding out that LOL is inviting people to do guest spots. And I'm not, I didn't get an offer for one. Mm. But at the same time, it's LOL. It's, it's the management from LOL contacting the people for guest spots. And I don't know anybody at LOL. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I don't uh, rub elbows or whatever the saying is. Sure. Like, I, if I go to LOL, it's to sign up for the mic, to do the I mic. I think the saying is you jack them off. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't do that. I haven't done that no. yet, you know. If I got to do that, I will, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to play. Come on, know? Kevin. <laughs> Bring it here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, 
I wish I wish I was part of that festival. Um, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. I definitely would have put that. I, I would put that on my uh, EPK whenever I submit to festivals and stuff. Like, oh, I've done this festival. Yeah. Even if it was a guest spot or whatever. Uh, so I'm a little bit bummed out about that, but it is what it is. You know, I'm still young in the game. Uh, and I'm getting shows, man. I mean, I'm, I'm hitting the road. Um, I'll be in, in Abilene and San, San Angelo. You're going to Abilene? Yeah, next month. Well, oh, just, heck just yeah. for a guest spot uh, with Danny Ingle, and he's he's featuring for uh, April Macy. So it's just a little guest spot and stuff. Uh, oh, that's cool. So that should be good. But, okay, so what do you do? What, what's your opinion on the Hot Fest? Dude, so Rick reached out uh, after my set. I had a pretty good set, and he was like, hey, man, are you Latino? And I was like, yeah, I'm Latin. I mean, half, sure. And he was like, I'm going to mess with you, man. You're pretty good. And I was like, man, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah and then right. and then rumor comes, it's like, hey, uh, they're doing a Latino show. This is the lineup here. And I was like, what? I saw it not on there. I wasn't in town that week. And uh, what you told me was he went to the Tiger. He went to LOL and was just like, I want you, I want you, I want you. Yeah. But um, yeah, no Justin Bides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? So um, I denounced... Um, <laughs> Whatever Hispanic is left in me, and if you see me on the streets, I'm a good Caucasian voter. You know, Trump now. <laughs> nah. Well, he did open it up too because the show was kind of uh, yeah. You know, the show was kind of whatever. Yeah. So he he did open it up for submissions, and I sent you that. I was like, send him a video, but you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, dude. Speak like you know. Have a I have a pretty good Spanish arsenal uh, in me. Yeah, you speak better Spanish. Oh, well, you speak Spanish, and I don't. Yeah, and I was, I was, I saw it. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was like, "Fuck this!" What about me? You know? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm older than a lot of people doing it, but I'm still new to the game. I can't expect for things to like just happen for me. You know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that do feel like that, though, man. Like. They just been like, oh, I, I, I deserve this, you know. I'm well, gonna... me because I'm white now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's going on here? Yeah, you think it's kind of weird? I mean, I don't know. Nah, the whole just like kidding. Latinx thing, like making that like a, a nah. theme of it. I mean, it's kind of like Def Jam comedy, you know. It's okay, like give, yeah. give them, give them the dues. Uh, what's doing? It'd be like if. Um, It'd be like if a white guy was upset about not being in crazy rich Asians, right? Yeah. He's like, what's going on here? No, I guess so. I mean, it's, it's a minority group that they're trying to like, or it's, it's not a minority here, but. Yeah. Uh, I was actually talking about, so I'm, I'm from Corpus, you know that uh, pretty well. And they're like, uh, what's, someone asked me, they're like, so what is Corpus like? Like every, everywhere I hear it sounds, it's like horrible. I was like, it's kind of like if like the worst people in America and the worst people in Mexico like got together and like invented water burger. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So like, so I was like, that's it. So it's, I'm like actually probably the perfect representation of someone from Corpus, I think, because yeah. I'm half Mexican, I'm half white and, um, definitely dumb, but <laughs> But I also think that I'm, like, creative with my dumbness. Like, you know, it's like yeah. you get to a point where you're just like, okay, it's now helping me. Mm-hmm. It, does, it does make you funny. Like, you're, you're, 
you're naturally funny. Like you say funny things without even trying. That's the worst part though, because it's like you're on stage and you're like, I have this joke that's brilliant. I mm-hmm. wrote it and then just eat shit. And then I'll just been like, man, that was big gay. And yeah. people are like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like, they need to like, they need to know your personality. So you need to do like extended sets. Like if you did a 10 minute set, you could have that five minutes to like introduce yourself, let people know about like who you are. Mm-hmm. And then, so when you do start saying like the funny, like, the combinations of the words that you use just to like express yourself. They're like, oh, that guy's. It would be funny because they, they would, get uh, it. They, they would. They, I think I'm an acquire. I think I'm an acquired taste for a lot of people. Acquired taste. I'm. I'm just saying, like, you need. They need to know who you are to like kind of like get on the wave of, of the buyer's wave. Sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. That that makes sense. You know what's funny is my parents are even more like me than me. Yeah. Because my mom. So my mom is super super nice, loving, real Hispanic. Um, just real Hispanic culture, um, but she's a business owner, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, you know, we have our own thing. And then my dad is like, my dad is borderline retarded, but he's <laughs> he's also, he's really funny. Like, my dad is hilarious. He's the guy that, like, doesn't know words, so he, like, that's where I get it from, where he was like, man, where's my ant burner? And he's looking <laughs> for, like, a magnifying glass. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And so... um like I actually, I'll tell stories that I tell on stage to them, and they'll remind me of things. They're like, "Remember that?" Because I told them the little cyclone bit, which was a felon that I I used to work with. Yeah, right. And he was like, "What about when Alan stapled your back?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, there's another guy that was a a felon that uh, dude. This dude was dirty. He." Never showered, smelled like shit. He growled at a black guy Damn. one time, just like <sighs> I was like, like, like he was trying to fight him. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh my god, dude, this is horrible. And we were, um, we were lifting up curtains, and I had my arms up in the air, and while I was like preoccupied with an industrial stapler, staples my back. Holy shit! And then I was, and my dad not helping me. This is how I know that like it was just a horrible life growing up. Yeah. I was like. Ah, my dad turns around. He was like, y'all two stop fucking around. <laughs> I was like, I'm trapped. <laughs> it's never getting better. <laughs> See, that's crazy. That's funny. See that shit like that? That's funny. Yeah. But you don't think you, you could work on stage? I know I can. I mean, I I feel like I, we're so young into it, right? Like, we want to rush it. And yeah, it's, man. it's like, I, I can barely tell a structured joke. And it's like, you know, I'm. it's going to take time. Yeah, man, I, it, it gets a little bit aggravating. At and times. I'm 25 and not fat, so I have a lot more time than you. That is true. That is true. I'm here trying to be nice to you. She's like, you're <laughs> a fucking fat ass. You're going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. So, Thanks for the coffee. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you, what was I going to say? So the whole dojo thing, like, so we have these writing sessions um, where we dojo ideas premises and stuff uh that we're trying to work on the whole thing about that is like i'm not i'm not a good storyteller and everything that i've been trying to work on is like stories so it's just hard to like really punch up stuff mm-hmm. like that's that's the thing like i can't deal with silence there's some comics that like love the whole silence the build-up and then the payoff like silence makes me nervous i get really anxious when there's no like laughter coming back and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of things that I do, like they're non sequiturs, they're just stupid jokes, quick jokes and stuff. 
I'm trying to extend into storytelling and stuff, but it's just it's not working. Like I get nervous if the story's going too long and stuff. Do you want to become a storyteller? Um, I would like to have that in my arsenal. Oh know? yeah, I do like the whole quick jokes or quick jabs and stuff. You're good at it. I like that. Um, just because I, I need a. It's kind of like the conversation type thing. Like, I'm going to say something, and you're going to laugh, and then I'm going to say something again, and then you're going to laugh. Like, that's how I like it to go. Yeah. There's some people that go like, okay, well, let me set the mood. Let me bring it down. Let me, you know, get dramatic with it. And then, I'm getting hard. (laughs) You know? I was like, oh, it was so worth it the whole time. That's the whole thing. Like, I'm afraid that whole buildup's not going to be worth it. Like, the 9-11 joke that I I was working on. Yeah. You know, like the 9-11 story. Like... It starts off good, but then the payoff is like, oh, that's it? Mm. Like, that's so painful, you know, because, like, you're building up, you're working it out, and then, like, you, the, the, the punchline or the, the end of it, I guess, is just like, that's okay. That's yeah, the, long, the longer you go, the better the punchline has to go. Like, it has you, to. You know, because then people are like, they're, like, wet for it. They're like, yeah. please, release me from this torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's like, it's almost like stretching like, um, like a slingshot. Right. Yeah. And if you do that and you stretch it real far and then you just wet noodle. Yeah. Oh dude, that's even worse. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to get into that and I try to work it out and stuff because I try to bring it to like open mics, but just depending on how the shows are though, I keep calling them shows just depending on how the open mic is going will determine on if I do any new stuff or if I try to bring the old stuff back. Because I want I want the people to have a good time. I want them to so they'll come back. You know, a lot of people they just go like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do whatever new stuff I have," and then uh, you know, the, let the audience decide if it's funny or not, whatever. I want the audience to have a good time. If the person before me, if the few people before me were are, bad, are bad, yeah. then I need to go like, okay, well, let me just go back into my show stuff. But don't you also get the same thing if people in front of you are good? You're just like, I got to at least be good. Really good, yeah. If they're really good, then I'm going to like, okay, well, I got to keep this going, you know. If it's just like mediocre or just like a workshop type of mic where yep. there's nobody there, just comics and stuff, then I'll try like the other stuff, like the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um did a lot of new stuff last night because I was hosting and I had to extended time and stuff. But even at that, I mean, nobody was there, so I don't even know if yeah, it was that's a tough room to test. Good. I'm a hack in the sense where I use I use Facebook. I use Facebook to see what kind of response it gets mm. with jokes. You know what I mean? You put your own stuff on Facebook, and if people are jiving with it, then you're just like, "That's a good joke." <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> uh, and and. I, Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe that's just going to be my thing. Maybe I'm just a short joke teller. Yeah. But at that, that means I got to do more, 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 mm-hmm. which is fucking tough. That is tough. You know? Um, but how, I'm, is, how is your writing? Because you don't really post that much on, on Facebook, do you? Or how no, do you use social media for not, jokes? Not that much. No, not definitely not for jokes. Unless something's like where I'm like, uh, I'll never say that, but I think it's funny. Yeah. Like. I have certain things where I write because do, we're doing the line a day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not my writing style. So that's stuff that I'm like, I could probably post on Facebook, but mm-hmm. I also won't do it for like a joke on stage. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like my writing style is like drunken panda style, you know, <laughs> because I'll have a conversation with somebody and they're laughing the whole time. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. Yeah. So um, usually it's like stems from conversation where if uh, if I say something that's funny and people are driving with it, I'll take that as the premise and then I'll try and like reverse, the, like reverse workshop it yeah. where I can be like both people in a conversation. Mm. Another reason why I, I like to post it on, on Facebook is like a time step type of thing. Mm. You know how I've been accused of joke, joke stealing, being a joke thief. Oh, yeah. You know? um, I've only been proven once, and that's fine. It happens sub- subconsciously. Yeah. And I got rid of it. I don't say it anymore. Well, okay, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I use it in bar shows. Mm-hmm. If uh, if I'm, the crowd's not feeling it, you know, I'll use it every now and then and stuff. But is that the one that was close to Louis C.K.? Yeah, yeah, I I remember. You told me you're like someone told me this, um, but you came up with it as like something that you've never seen before. So yeah, it was new to me. But and I, I did it on that Kill Tony interview when they were interviewing me, like oh about marriage and stuff. So that's when I I just threw it out and the, like the crowd laughed at it. I was like, oh that I guess that's a good joke, you know. So I kept using it, and I was using it for months. For months I was using it, and it always got the same re- response. I was like, oh shit, okay, cool. And then. Uh, AJ, AJ Garces, he's like, hey, this is, that's a Louis C.K. joke. And he said, that's from this special, you know, all that stuff. And he was right. It, it was exactly, and it wasn't even a joke. It's just like a tag type uh-huh. of thing. But even at the same time, like, I was saying the exact same thing. We changed the number of years, mm-hmm. but I was saying the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck, man. I was upset. But if you're going to, if you're going to tell me that I'm still in a joke, prove it to me. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what AJ did. He's like, it's from this special, you know, it's kind of in the middle, you know, whatever the fuck. And, and he was right, you mm-hmm. know. So that's yeah, he, another he reason. He beat you to it. Yeah, yeah. And he did it better than I did. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to lie, it, it's, 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 I'm, I shouldn't do it, and but I'll admit to it. Like, I'll, I'll throw it out in a bar, in a bar setting. You're not the only one that has a joke that's like, you shouldn't do that. That's pretty close, and then still does it though. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple. Um, but the, so that's another reason why I do I post stuff on on social media just so it could be time stamped. Like, oh, well, I said it on this date, then you know whatever. And but more than more than it's, it's for that dopamine trip too. Like, if people are digging it, if I get more uh, ha. Then thumbs up. So I was like, okay, well then that's maybe something I can put on stage. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. I give that st- stuff out like candy. Like I, I won't even <laughs> leave it. I won't even read it, and I'll put a ha. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, dude, Patty where put it, and then yeah, <laughs> just yeah, drop yeah. a ha. <laughs> yeah, I like to. I, I, I give up. I marks. like to pad your stats. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you, you're helping me out. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I throw out a lot of hearts. Give a, give a lot of love out, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm, and that that word a day thing, ah, oh, man, I'm I'm not keeping up with it like I should. It's how so how far back are you? Do you, are you just like do one and skip a couple days and then do another? Well, I'll go back like on the, on a Saturday or Sunday, and I'll go through my 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 feed, you know, my Facebook or my Twitter. I try to fuck with Twitter too because a lot of people don't. Um, and I'll just like, if it was funny, I was like, okay, I wrote that on that day. Then I'll, I'll put that in the book. <laughs> and I thought, I got to go back. That and doesn't still, count. It totally counts. No. It's, 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 it's a day. I wrote it on that day. Oh, dude. That's so funny. Now, I, I'm i bad because I'll try and go back and like trying to back think jokes where I'm just like, 
it's like impossible. Yeah. You know, um, also it, it encourages me to write shitty cause I'm just trying to fill like filler. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm not filling it today, but you know, let me just think of some, some lame ass joke. Yeah, man, I, I'm more, more uh, spontaneous. Like, I can't sit down. I can't, like, say, okay, uh, 6 o'clock, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write. Never happens like that. It has to be, like, spontaneous, you know, like, uh, if I just finished a conversation or if mm-hmm. I'm on hold at work, you know, on the phone at work, I was like, oh, shit, that's funny, and I'll just jot that out uh, on my phone mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, are you organized? Like, do you have, like, folders of all no. your jokes? No, I'm, I have... I have an stuff on uh, my work computer, which mm-hmm. I shouldn't, mm-hmm. my bad. And uh, <laughs> so I have that, and then I have about a million folders. I can't, I, I've never finished a, a notebook in my life. I get about 10 in, and then I'll get a new notebook. Dude, I have like five notebooks. Because I yeah. think, oh, maybe I like to write on this one. Because the composition books, I don't like the way they, they fold or the way they open up. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like because that either. They get, they, it's the, feminine. The the, pa- the paper is all like, uh, has that hump. Yeah. I can't write on a fucking hump. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, but I have like five notebooks. Like if you looked at my bag, it would go, oh, man, this guy writes a lot. They're all empty. I know. <laughs> They're all empty. <laughs> I have I have a leather bound one. I have one with the spirals. I have different I, I haven't found the right one that i like to write in yeah uh so i just do notes on, on my phone you know mm-hmm. the phone probably has the most notes on it yeah and it's usually my set written over and over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. and i'll just write the words for like yeah you're really good at like i've never seen you go on stage with notes now now um but i i mean it's also kicked me in the ass before right where i'm just like i'll get into crowd work and then immediately been like all right, what's next? <laughs> yeah, that whole like, okay, what else? What else? What else? That whole thing. yeah. See that I don't want to do that. You know, I thought that that loses the crowd, but apparently people don't like seeing you going up on stage with notes. They want to see you like in your like, oh, it's natural, it's on the spot, like all this, which makes sense. I get that. The only reason why I use notes is because I have a really bad memory, mm-hmm. and I just it helps me keep on track. It's like it's like a a, a net. For a, a high wire walker, mm. you know, like I could do without it. Like I know I can make this journey from here to there without it. But I, the, knowing that the net's there, sure, I don't feel as nervous. Got you. So you'll go up there and have you ever just blanked and then you're just like, like looking through like the paper and you're like, oh, she ate my butt. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no, once, not, the, once not I, on a punchline. <laughs> no, once once I start a joke. Uh, that I can, I know how to finish it. There'll be some times where I like, because I'll write bullet points and then I'll write tags. Uh huh. Because maybe this one bit has like four tags, but I only did two of them. I'll be like, oh fuck, I forgot those other two. It could have been fucking could have killed. Yep. Um, yeah, but no, I've never, I've never lost in the middle of the joke. Like what, what was it? Oh yeah, she ate my butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's but I'm, amazing. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to get better with that. Like I know my stuff, I know it. I just want it. I, I want it to appear um, seamless, mm-hmm. and you can't appear seamless and confident when you're looking at your notes. That is true. It, there is something that's like um, satisfying about like it making it sound like it's the first time it's ever left your brain. Like you're just kind of like riffing off of it, right? Yeah. 
Uh, actually, we were talking about it uh, in our text thread uh, earlier today as far as, like, if you're, like, kind of deadpanning, mm-hmm. fuck that. Like, it immediately is just not it. Yeah. And we're, like, one of those people that we're not confident until it's doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll be confident before where I'm just like, yeah, if the crowd's feeling it, then yeah. I'm just like, ah, I know I'm going to do good. But most of the time, you're walking up cold. Because you'll see people, you'll see people going on stage and they're feeling themselves. They're feeling themselves so hard and the crowd isn't. And they're still <laughs> feeling themselves. So it's like, I want that. I want that confidence. This guy, our girl, whatever, does, has no idea that nobody likes him. Yep. And they're on stage like, fuck yeah, I'm fucking killing. Yeah. Like, bro, like, if, if I could just fool myself or convince myself that I kill every set that I do, I might be a happier person. Oh, but, yeah. but I'm too in touch with reality mm-hmm. that I I don't I don't I can't fool myself I can't convince myself that everybody loves me when I know that they don't. There's no way. Well, actually, there is because I see people post it back on fo- Facebook. Like you know, this was my set and they bombed, and you're just like, what are you doing? Yep. Yep. Do that to me. Wild, wild to see that. Um, yeah, I've posted bits like. Little small, like a minute, thirty seconds of a of a set. Mm-hmm. I would never post my whole set on on uh, on social media. I've never posted anything, never any jokes, and I I send it to a couple coworkers that like they really like what I do, mm-hmm. you know, and they they're always saying like, uh, hey, please send me uh, your new jokes when you're doing them. I want to I want to hear them, but I also can't make it out. Uh, they're people in Houston and mm-hmm. I'll send it and they're like, why don't you post this? Like this is getting a good reaction. And I was like, dude, I, I know I'm going to be embarrassed about this. You know, like yeah. a year from now, I'm going to be like, that was horrible. A year from now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I well, hope- you don't say nothing bad. I mean, not all the time. I would have post nothing that, that could get you canceled or anything. But- no, no. But like, like think of your best joke. Don't you hope that you look back on that and been like, God, I sucked. Because that's a good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, you want to you want to get better and stuff. But at the same time, you kind of want people to know you that you're doing good or that you're doing okay. Mm, there you go. You know? Like, I don't know, man. Like, one of, one of my problems is that um, a lot of comics don't do this. They don't, they don't post shows. They don't post about shows that they're on. Unless they're headlining or unless they're getting a good chunk of money for it, like a door deal or something. They won't post the shows, you know. I come from the the band mentality where anything that you're on, anything that you're a part of... You toss that up there. Yeah, you put it out there. You let people know, I'm going to be here doing my thing at this time, you know, whatever. Because you want people to come out to, to, to see you, and you want people to come out and enjoy the show, you know. So I, I overpost, I overshare if I'm going to be on a show, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I want, I want people out there. Do you think the band stuff helped? Uh, Do you I, think there's any translation there? Oh yeah, they're 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 very linear as far as like work ethic, work ethic, and and promotional tools. You know, I use a lot of that stuff, and I think it helps. I think it makes a difference. You know, making making your your presence known online or, or, or letting people know that you're out there and stuff. But at the same time. If I'm going to be on a show and if I'm expected to promote the show, I'm going to want information. Mm. 
and apparently that has given people the uh, the idea that I am difficult to work with. Oh, you are very difficult to work with. Like if you no, want me, to, if you want me to be on a show, and all you want me to do is show up, then I don't need to know who else is on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to know what time it's at. You know, I don't need to know if you're charging at the door. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know any of that. If all you expected me to show up and and go up and do my five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, then I'll do that. I don't want, I don't need any information because I'm not going to promote it. But if you want me to promote a show, I need to know what to tell people. Yeah. I don't want to just say like, just show up, you know, it's going to be a good time or or hopefully, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I, I, I get that. And I'm trying to be better with that. I'm trying to not be so, in your ass about shit. Like, we have the show tomorrow, you know? And yep. I, I, I haven't... Like, Adrian told me about it a couple weeks ago, and I haven't said anything. Like, is it still happening? Like, I text him, like, where, where do I need to go? Where do I, what time do I need to be there? And all that stuff. Like, that's it. And you found out today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that, man. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of the opposite, where it's like, I just want to know where it's at, how long, and then um, is it clean, and then is it paid? Those are like the four things that I, I care about. Yeah, I, I don't I don't fuck with money right now. Like uh, a lot of the shows that I'm doing, like going to, to Abilene in San Angelo, uh, I'm not getting paid for that. Yeah, it's just it's just a, mic time. It's a guest spot. Yeah, it's, it's to get introduced to the people that book out there, and that's all, that's all I care about, man. Like that's a really bad thing when when people when people want to charge money or they're like, I I need X amount of dollars to even consider it mm-hmm. i'm not at that level at i all. just want to know though yeah i'm always surprised like the only thing i'll charge for excuse me is if i'm hosting if i'm hosting like an open mic yeah because you're working because i'm working i'm running the show uh and i'm there all night i'm there i'm the first one there i'm the last one out so if they want me to do that i'll, I'll say i will say like well how, how much you know but if it's just a spot i don't i don't say anything about money if they ask me like, oh, how much, how much would it be for fifteen minutes? I was like, dude, whatever you got available, you know, whatever's in the budget. Uh, and if I don't have to travel far, then yeah, I just I just want to be on the show. That's a good point. That's you know? a good point. I guess I I think about that a little bit as far as like where is comedy taking me? Yeah, and it's like I was think whenever I first started, I had the idea of like I'm gonna I'm not gonna ever leave my job until comedy matches that. But I make 80K, so I'm going to be in this a while, dude. I was going to bet how long it would take you to, to drop how much money you make and shit. Because you like to tell that, tell people that all the time. Dude, I come from that rapper mentality, you know, where it's like Floyd Money Mayweather, where you just got like a stack right there. Dude, I would, if I, now that I'm white. Now that, Guys, white. now that I'm white, uh, dude, dude, I would totally post like pictures of like money of like stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty good these days. So that's, that's where you're at. Like once comedy pays you what your day job is paying you, that's when you'll take it more serious. <laughs> no, so I was thinking, I was thinking about that the other day where I was like, when would I make the transition to be like, I'm more of a comic than I am. Um, you know what I do now, yeah, and it pretty much comes down to 
when I know, like I can support myself. Okay, I have the material to do that. I have um, steady income Mm -hmm. where, um, you know, like if you're like attached to the improv and like you you do shows, Mm -hmm. you've got stuff going. I want to like have like a YouTube channel where, you know, I'm getting some revenue from, from ads. But dude, I know that it's like, unrealistic for like 10 years for me at least that's yeah. how i think yeah in 10 years i mean we'll readdress that when i'm like you know what i feel pretty good i feel like i can make the leap maybe san antonio is not it but mm-hmm. uh i don't know i'm i like the idea of kind of like i'm just doing comedy how i'm how i'm working i think it's working for me yeah a little bit and and you you got plenty of time man you're fucking young uh, if, if, if you're in this for 10 years you you still won't be older than me and like, just imagine like how good you're gonna be at that time in ten years. I hope so, man. I I, I hope so. Uh, I'm hoping that the girlfriend doesn't like kind of sandbag me. Yeah, man. You, you, it could happen, but at the same time, you gotta you gotta put that up front. You gotta have that understanding. The thing like with me and my wife, like she, I was in bands, so she knew that I had a busy schedule. I was rehearsing. Wasn't rehearsing as much as I'm doing open mics or I had shows, you know, wasn't doing as many shows as I am doing shows now. You know, so my, my time is more uh, unavailable. It's more uh, busy with, with comedy than it ever was with music. Yeah. So she had the understanding. She just didn't realize how much it was going to be yeah. with, with comedy, you know, and it's, it's. Did she like you more in the band? Uh, yeah. You know, because I wasn't as I wasn't as uh, away, and then I wouldn't do like shows. Like I would, I'll do like two or three shows, uh, a comedy a week. Mm-hmm. You know, like show shows, not just open mics. You know, not just rehearsals, but in bands. Like I wouldn't do more than two shows a month. Oh, dude! Just because it was so. You guys were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It just took out so much. It took out so much energy, so sure. much time. You know, and then with, with with bands, like, you need people to come out and see you. And usually it's the same people coming out to see you. So you don't want to fucking, like, overburden them with, like, uh, overexpose them with the same yeah. song. All right, come out next week and here's the same 30 minutes yeah. set. <laughs> you know? Uh, with comedy. I mean, We're playing di- barbacoa core again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with, with comedy, it's just, like, it's different people all the time, you know? Yeah. You go, you go to them and sometimes it's it's, you know... 30 people and sometimes it's it's six <laughs> you know and it's you, true you still gotta give them a good show but uh so yeah man like it's good that she gets an understanding she gets an idea and stuff but when she like moves here full time like that's gonna be well that's the thing is i'm like i always say i'm like we're across that bridge when we're there but it was like for now it was like this is me um and the what's good is she's seen me do good right uh, yeah I felt horrible. The first three times she came out, bombed, bombed, yeah. bombed. And she was like, Man, you know, I know you're funny. Like, I, I'm around you all day, every day. But she was like, what do you what do you think on stage? I'm like, you're catching me on. Like, you're actually the, the unlucky rabbit's foot right now. Uh. <laughs> this is your fault. And then uh, she caught me for the last, like, four shows she's caught have been really good. Yeah. And she, now she, it's almost like, paramount like she called me on squeeze box like i i was bombing and i took a a call uh and she was like are we doing good it was real sweet and i was like no we're doing horrible (laughs) (laughs) 
I was, and I was like, I was, she was like all encouragement on this side. Like I'm on the phone too. Like yeah. I in the mic. She was, she was like, she was like, you're, you're one of the best I've ever seen type thing. I'm like, you don't watch comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's trying to be supportive. Man. Oh, she dude. loves you. Yeah, I know. I know. And the thing is she, she thinks that, because she's she's not in the world of of comedy, so it's like she sees the work I put in. She's like, "There's no way it's not going to pay off." And you're funny, and I've been like, "Duh!" I see a lot of people that are funny putting in the work that you know. But also, I'm having fun doing it. As long as you're having fun, I mean that's the that's the important part. You know, you got to have fun with it. Uh, I mean, be goal oriented, but oriented, orientated. Yeah, I don't know. My but, goal uh, is to go to Houston and Austin this year. Yeah, for Start sure. Start breaking man. into those scenes. For sure. Man, every, every everybody talks about the secret group in Houston. Like I, I think they love me in Houston. I mean, I'm from Corpus, which is basically Houston. <laughs> if you replace if you replace uh black people and Asian people with old people, Corpus and Houston, same place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man, we should make that happen. We should we should take a road trip, head up the secret group. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, man, we gotta make make some contacts out there. But uh we'll just work through Zach. We'll do the problematic and then be like, hey, by the way, uh, hook me up with all the folks you've done. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody you know. Yeah. Send them my way and stuff. That fucking podcast is funny, man. The problematic. Have you listened to it? Yeah, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I When he posted, he was like, other podcast intros, I wanted to just at you and just been like, oh, dude. Because how, how long do you think this intro is going to be? No, I don't do intros no more. Y'all really fucked me. Fucked oh, me dude. About intros. I don't all do right. intros no more. Dude, I'm actually proud about this one because <laughs> we ruthlessly bullied you. Still to this day, I was like, I don't even do it anymore. <laughs> You're just like, this 15-minute intro into yeah. barbacoa core. Yeah. What's the longest intro do you think you actually did? It was 15 minutes, but I mean like, yep. well, because before I would do all my plugs and anything that was going on with me, and then when the show started, I would just focus on the guest. Mm. So you kind of you kind of see that like I kinda, we kind of went back and forth. We talked about you, we talked about me, we talked mm-hmm. about you, we talked about me. So that's this whole thing is an intro to me, you know, like as far as like talking about my, about my stuff. Oh yeah. As opposed to before, I would get all my bullshit out of the way and then just hundred percent focus on the guest. So now we had like a fifty minute intro. Do you want to like actually start the pod? <laughs> <laughs> Uh shit. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for not saying the N-word. You got it, man. I'm proud of that one. Yeah, I'm very proud of you, too. Thanks. I know how you like to throw it out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Uh, so, social medias, how can people find you? Give that to them again before we wrap it up. Yeah, to wrap up this intro, um, <laughs> Justin Byers, uh, Instagram, Justin Byers, Facebook. Uh, if you like this, uh, eventually we'll have Pat on um, the Please Ignore What I Just Said podcast. Me, Joey Smith has been on here. Brendan Potter has been on here. Some of the best guys uh, that we that we know. Uh, and then Jimmy Smith, we all do the um, Please Ignore What I Just Said. And we're going to get better at it. Uh, right now, we're four people. That's one thing that I will say doing a solo podcast is it's all runs through one person. Yeah. Four people, you have to say, what do you like? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of um, kind of like, it's almost like a, a horse by committee, you know, it turns out into a camel. Yeah. It kind of does that where I'm just like, dude, I don't care. Just throw it all out there. And people are like, I also want to book shows. And in case, you know, blank, blank is yeah, yeah, doing yeah, it. Then. Yeah. 
Now it's rough and then like schedule schedule conflicts and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but cool. Thanks for coming out, man. Um, again, uh, if if you made it this far, I appreciate it. Uh, like, share, subscribe on uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Castbox. I fuck with Castbox. It's just user friendly and all that stuff. Uh, and then uh, Twitter and Instagram at Patrick C Huerta. Um, also at, at Babacoa Core and uh, or you could just go to the website babacoacore.com for all the links and any show dates and stuff like that uh, thank you for listening I'll see y'all next week oh, yeah. latest oh.